0: Thank you for tuning in to our Restoration Life podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the message and share it out with your friends on social media. Can't wait for you to listen in next week. How many love Jesus this morning? Oh, man. It's so good. You know, there's something so beautiful about being with the body and hanging out together and just loving Jesus. And, and um, yeah, for me, as, as I said, I was, I was touched really. When I was 16 years of age, this incredible move of God in my own heart that caused me to give my life away, and I'm just so glad I did. And so today, I've learned some things over the years, and I want to share some of that with you. Um, it's my witness, and through through the Scripture to back it up. And so, um, I just want to say again, it's an absolute honor to be here with you, Pastor Eddie, Roxanne. Thank you for having me. Love you, and love this incredible move of God that is happening here. So many amazing faces different c- cultures, different ages. It's phenomenal, right? So something, something, good, something good is happening at Restoration Church. Come on. So, so, um, so but you know that it, it, doesn't, it doesn't just stay here, you know? And, and there's a, every time your pastors get up here and others they bring in, there's an equipping that's happening uh, for, for all of us to do what God has called us to do. So the message that I believe God wants to deposit in our hearts today is called the ecosystem of heaven on earth. Everyone say the ecosystem of heaven on earth. I've got a bunch of scripture I'd like to go through but I pray this equips. I, I believe God wants to equip today for service, equip for, for uh, witnesses. He wants to equip us, all of us in a, in a fresh way to be the witnesses that he's called us to be. Matthew 9, 35 to 38, "'Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, "'teaching in their synagogues "'and preaching the gospel of the kingdom "'and healing every sickness among the people. "'But when He saw the multitudes, "'He was moved with compassion, "'because they were weary and scattered "'like sheep having no shepherd. "'Then He said to His disciples, "'The harvest is truly plentiful, "'but the laborers are few. "'Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest.'" To send out laborers unto his harvest. He wants to say, into his harvest. In 2018, we had the blessing and the honor, the privilege to go to over 11 countries of the world. In those 11 countries, we were witnesses of Jesus. We ministered in churches, we we're in pubs and clubs and on the streets, wherever God opened that door. And what Jesus said over 2,000 years ago is still true today. The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. No farmer ever reaps a harvest without first plowing the ground and planting a seed. So there's a need for laborers. There is a need for farmers. There is a need for workers to go and sow and reap in the harvest fields of the world. We were just in Fiji. And we discovered that in Fiji, up until the middle of the 1800s, Fiji was the cannibal capital of the world. Around 1830, missionaries from England came and began to talk about Jesus, share the message of Jesus. One of the first missionaries was Eton. Eaton. <laughs> but a significant change happened in the culture of Fiji when missionary James Colvert led Chief Kokobo, who boasted of eating over 200 people, he led Chief Kokobo to Jesus. Today, Fiji is now predominantly a nation that follows Jesus. We all know of Hudson Taylor, the man who brought the message of Jesus to China. We all know of David Livingston, the man who brought the message of Jesus to Africa. For centuries, lovers of Jesus have given their lives to bring His message to the world. And today, the world needs Him more than ever. We are celebrating over 20 years of full-time ministry, taking the message of Jesus to the world. In over 40 countries, we've seen the Holy Spirit move in amazing ways. And in the process of our journey, in the process of our journey, We have been learning, say learning, how to live sustained by the principles of the kingdom of God and the ecosystem, say ecosystem, that He's created for all of us. And after all these years, we can say without any hesitation, the kingdom of God is alive. The kingdom of God is real. The kingdom of God does have its own ecosystem, say ecosystem, that God created to sustain His children and bride as witnesses on earth as it is in heaven. Acts 1.8 says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be what? You shall be what? Shout it out, you shall be what? In, In Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We are called to be witnesses, say I am called to be a witness. This world needs more witnesses. Romans 1.16. Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe, for all who believe, for all who believe. It is a choice whether, it's a choice. And not everybody in that audience, not everyone in the audience believes. I can't make him believe but I can lift up the name of Jesus. I can talk about him, I can witness, I can share my story about what Jesus means to me. In the pubs and the clubs, in those streets, not everybody on the streets says yes to Jesus when we ask them, a handful will. But it's not my job, it's not my job to force, to coerce, to manipulate, maneuver people to Jesus. My job is simply to be a channel, to tell, my story because you have a story this is you're not here today because pastor eddie coerced you to be here you're here today because jesus touched you you love him and you're not going to forsake the gathering of ourselves together come on we're going to come together we're going to be family we're going to serve and love and 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 be equipped and be strengthened as a witness to jesus say as a witness to jesus we, I'll say it again, we were all made to be witnesses of the Jesus who called us out of darkness and into light, out of sin and slavery and into fi- to freedom. The gospel of the kingdom, say the gospel of the kingdom, is good news. Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And the cry of God's Spirit is that every culture, every country, every people group would have the opportunity to believe. And so he's calling today for this company of people, the body of Christ in Redondo Beach to open their hearts, open their minds to understand that you're not here just to sit and fill space where you and I are here to be equipped to be witnesses of Jesus. Every culture, every country, every people group needs to, to know to come to the understanding, of the knowledge of Jesus Christ and this new kingdom, this new ecosystem He's created for us all to live free from a fallen system that we see around us today. He needs more laborers. He's crying out for more workers, more missionaries, more church planters, more producers, and not just consumers. But at times, you and I are held back by fear. At times, we're held back by fear of lack, fear of provision, fear of protection by fear and unbelief and the distractions of the world around us. Often we are robbed from the blessing of the kingdom and the honor it is to step into different fields of service for our King. Are you with me this morning? God is looking for people, His people, to be channels of blessing. But often we are so distracted by the world around us, by the cares and the fears and the winds that blow instead of walking in the system that we're talking about today, there is a new kingdom. Say there's a new kingdom. There is a system that God created, family, in order for us to be free from the fallen world that is around us, that is corrupt at its core. This message this morning is about a king. Say a king. This is about a a kingdom. Say a kingdom. This is about a king and a kingdom he created with its own ecosystem, to sustain his children on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we pray that you would open our hearts in a fresh way to understand your kingdom. Father, open our minds, open our hearts to understand your ecosystem. O- open our hearts and minds to understa- understand our, our responsibility to be witnesses of you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. So one of the scriptures that's helped my family and I and my group as we tab traveled all over the world now for 21 years, totally sustained by Jesus in over 40 countries of the world. One of the scriptures that's helped sustain us is Matthew 6, 19 to 33. Matthew 6, 19 has taught us to live sustained by the kingdom of God and the ecosystem he created. It says in Matthew 6, 19, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, Hello, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay out for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Verse 24, You can no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he'll be loyal to the one or despise the other. We cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you of not more value than they? 31, therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear? For after all these things, listen carefully, after all these things the Gentiles seek, say Gentiles. Now you and I are different there's a difference between you. If, you a, if we are born again believers of Jesus, if we are followers of Jesus, if we have opened our hearts, repented of our sin and invited Him to live in our hearts, we are no longer Gentiles. We're no longer slaves, we're free. Verse 33 says, but seek first, listen, but seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the for all after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows you need these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What things? What things? All you need to drink, all you need to eat, all we need to wear, all we need to drive, all we need to sleep on, all we need to live in, everything that pertains to life and godliness, as we seek first the King and His kingdom, all those things will be added to us, listen, listen, without any sorrow, with no sorrow. What do you mean? Well, in America, you can almost have anything you want, whenever you want but it may, it may take three or four jobs just to keep the stuff. Come on, that is not God's will for the king's kids. You were, not, you were not made to carry the weight of the sorrow of that stuff. So seek first the kingdom and all the stuff we need will be added to us without any sorrow. 2013, in 2013, my family and I, we've been going to Ukraine for 17 years. 2013, we're scheduled to, we were booked to go in July '14. 2014. By December 2013, unrest, civil war, begins to break out in Ukraine. It's all over the news, everywhere. By January, the pastor who we connect with in Ukraine is now in America. We meet with him, and we begin to talk with him and ask him, sir, is it still safe for us to come to Ukraine? He says, listen, unless I call you and tell you not to come, come, I think this will be over within about a month. I said, yes, sir. January passes, February, March, we tour. 20 states all around America. The Holy Spirit moves through this country. In May, we meet the band. We go out to Europe. We start to tour throughout Germany and France and Italy and and uh, Austria, Switzerland, and, and, and now we are, we are one week away from having to be in Ukraine. Everywhere we go, in every country, all over Europe, the war, the war's gonna escalate. The war's gonna, the Russians are coming. This could be World War Three. Everyone's freaking out. And, 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 and now I'm starting to freak out just a little bit. Got my wife and my kids. I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. Should, is, is it responsible for me to take them to this area when I don't know what's gonna happen? So my wife and I get together. I said, honey, I'm not sure we should go. She said, let's just pray and ask the Holy Spirit. So we did. The next day, Sunday, we are now in Austria. I'm speaking in a church in Austria. We are one week away from having to be in Ukraine. This young man comes up to me and he says to me, I don't know what you're believing for, but the Holy Spirit told me to tell you that you have a green light to go. The grace that is on you for the nations will protect you and your family, so go. We jump on the plane, fly into Ukraine. We get to where we're, uh, the, the uh, location where we're at, happens to be 60 miles from the front line. The man who picks us up is grumpy. He's not happy to see us, which is abnormal for us. So he asks us, are you hungry? I said, yes, I'm hungry. So he says, let's go to McDonald's. I said, really, McDonald's? Okay, let's go to McDonald's. No, we don't go to McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's. We're sitting down about to eat, and he's still grumpy. Now I'm starting to get grumpy. I'm grumpy because he's grumpy. I don't know why he's grumpy. Why are you grumpy? You grumpy? Why I'm grumpy? Can you tell me why I'm grumpy? I can't speak to him. He speaks Russian. So my wife, who speaks Russian, asks him. I said, honey, can you ask him? She asks him, and he says this. Staring at his Big Mac, he's, he's, he, looks, he looks ill. He looks ill. To, to be honest, he looks ill. He says to me, it's terrible. As I was coming to pick you up, a battalion from the Ukrainian army was going to the front line with our ar- tanks and armory and men. This war is escalating. Now, when he said that, it's like somebody took a cold water and poured it over my head. From the top of my head to the tips of my toes, I just felt weak. I felt oozy. I felt confused. I felt dazed. And I just, I'm like, oh. And I, I just remember looking at Natasha and the kids. I'm thinking, what? have I just done to my family? About a second after I said that, in my spirit, the name of Jesus came alive in me. And as quickly as that emotion or feeling came upon me, it left me. It left me. We stood up, hopped in the van, went through checkpoint after checkpoint, and for two weeks, the power of of God moved upon the people of Ukraine in the streets, in the clubs, in the churches. The sick were healed, the lame walked, souls were saved. The army was going this way, we were going that way. Jesus moved upon the hearts of the people. And they, many of them would come up to us and say, you, you have absolute, we have no choice but to be here. You had a choice, thank you for coming to Ukraine. Come on. In Jesus' death, in Jesus' death, the curse of sin and death was broken off our lives. In Jesus' death, the wall of separation between God and His man was destroyed. In Jesus' death, sons and daughters of God were born again. Listen, in Jesus' death by the shedding of His own blood on the cross, the purchase price for His bride was paid in full. And listen carefully, in Jesus' death, a new kingdom with its own ecosystem was released into this earth. What is the kingdom you say? Romans 14, 16, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. What is the Kingdom? The Kingdom of God has its own atmosphere. The Kingdom of God is righteousness, it is peace, it is joy in the Holy Spirit. How much money do we pay as a people trying to find that peace and joy when it's all in the Kingdom? It's all in the Kingdom. All you need is in the Kingdom of God. Where is the kingdom, you say? Where is the kingdom? Luke 17:20, and it says, and when He was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God would come, He answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here, or lo, oh I say, old oh chap, the kingdom of God is in Pakistan. No, it's in India. Uh, no, quite frankly, it's in the city of London, oh boy. No, it's in, uh, um, it's in Africa. No, it's in New Zealand. No, the Bible says it's neither here nor there for the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom, the kingdom is within us. The kingdom is righteousness. It is peace. It is joy. The kingdom we're talking about is a spiritual kingdom. Say it's spiritual. John 18, 36. Jesus answered and said, my kingdom is not of this world. Say it's not of this world. He says, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not From here. The kingdom of God is not of this world system. The kingdom of God is separate from this world system. This kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. This spiritual kingdom, it gives us dominion. Say dominion. The spiritual kingdom gives you and I dominion over Lucifer and the fallen king of this world. It gives us dominion over him and his, his strategies, his assignments, his lies and his deceit. We have been freed as a people. We have been freed. John 14:30. Jesus says, I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this, listen, for the ruler of, for the ruler, for the, for the ruler of this world is coming and he has found nothing in me. Has he found anything in you? Has he found anything in me? Because if he came to Jesus, he will be coming for us. And the question is, has He found anything in us? Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places, 2 Corinthians 10, 2 Corinthians 10, Four to six, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready, listen carefully, being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Wow. Wow. Come on, listen to that carefully. Listen, obedience, is something more important than influence. It's called obedience. Obedience to God's Word destroys the fallen king and his kingdom in our lives. The kingdom I'm talking about today has a good king. The kingdom I'm talking about today has a righteous king. The kingdom we're talking about today has a just king. His name is? His name is? This kingdom has a constitution. It's the Word of God. It has a judicial system, the 10 Commandments. It has a financial system, giving and receiving, seed, time and harvest. He will bless the work, say work. He will bless the work of your hands. You and I were made to work, but our work was never made to be slavery. I love to work, I love work. I'll work morning, noon, and night. But in my work, I feel life. In my work, I feel satisfaction. In my work, I see the work of my hands. I see the house we built. I see the the land we cleared. I see the trees we planted. I see the fruit of my labours. That's God's Kingdom. We were never made to be slaves. Never, never. He will bless the work of our hands. The kingdom we're talking about has values and principles that answer every question in life. We have this kingdom within us, family, everywhere we go. Jesus said we are in the world, but not of it. And as sons and daughters of God, we are not sustained by this world system, but by heaven's system within us. The kingdom of God has its own ecosystem. This ecosystem is a system of purpose. Say purpose, provision, say provision. Protection, say protection. Pathways, say pathways. Process, say process. And promotion, promotion. How do we enter the Kingdom? How many wanna enter the Kingdom? How do we enter it? Number one, you gotta repent. What do you mean? Matthew 4:17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to talk about this ecosystem because He knew there was only one way to deliver humanity from a wicked, fallen system and that was to inject another system into this system around us. That's why He said, from that time Jesus began to preach and repent and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repentance is the first step. Number two, we must be born of water and spirit. Say, born of water and spirit, John. 3, John 3, 3 to 5. Jesus answered and said unto him, most assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see. Listen, listen, listen. He cannot see the kingdom. He can't see it. Nicodemus, rightfully so, he says, and how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time in his mother's womb? Jesus answered and said, most assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Come on. Why do we need to be, why do we need to repent? Why do we need to be born again of water and spirit? Well, after the, after the fall of man, when Adam sinned in the garden, Genesis 6, 5 says, then, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man, say the wickedness of man, was great in the earth and that every intent of his thoughts was only evil. Listen carefully. First Corinthians 6, 9 to 11 says, do you not know, listen, that the unrighteous, say unrighteous, will not, say will not, inherit the kingdom of God. We cannot inherit God's kingdom, the peace, the joy, the life, and all the blessings of that. Because of the fall, we are unrighteous people. First Corinthians 6, 10, 2.11 says, Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit. Listen, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. How many of those names were we? All of us are somewhere in that. But that's not the end of the story. Listen, it says, As such were some of you. But, say, but. You were washed, come on. You were washed, you were justified, you were sanctified in the Name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, people. Why do we need to repent? Why do we need to be born again? Because we need a Saviour. We all needed a Saviour. No matter how many good deeds you and I do, no matter how nice and cute we look, no matter how many pairs of skinny jeans and boots we've got, we are all filthy, stinking, rotten sinners. And that's why Jesus came and paid the price on the cross in order for us to be free. Freedom! 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 It's ours through Jesus. But we've got to be humble enough to repent, for goodness sake. The kingdom of God is the Kingdom of Purpose. What's the purpose? As I close today, the Kingdom of God is the Kingdom of Purpose. Say purpose. What's my purpose? Pastor Eddie, Pastor Roxanne, I don't know what my purpose is. Read the Bible, Acts 1.8 but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses of me. Say, my purpose is to be a witness of Jesus, of Jesus. I was made to be a witness. Matthew twenty-four, fourteen. in this Gospel of the Kingdom, say the Gospel of the Kingdom, will be preached in all the world as a witness, say a witness. To all the nations, then the end will come. There's an end coming to this evil system around us. There is an end, it's coming, it's coming. The kingdom has its own ecosystem of provision. We've heard that. The kingdom of God has its own ecosystem of protection. You've heard my my stories. It's a kingdom of pathways. God opens the doors. We don't have to manipulate and manoeuvre to make a way for ourselves. God makes a, a pathway clear. It's an ecosystem of of a process and promotion. Say promotion. How many love promotion? How many want promotion? God's kingdom is a kingdom of promotion, but there's a way to get promoted. Matthew 25, 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Matthew 25, 20, it says so. He who had received five talents came and brought five others, saying, Lord, you delivered me five talents. Look, I've gained five more. His Lord said to him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Listen as we close today. Faithfulness is the stepping stone to promotion in God's kingdom. He was a good and faithful servant. Are we being good? Are we being faithful? Are we being servants in the Kingdom of God? What do you have in your hand today? What do you have in your life? What giftings and talents do we have? Are we being good and faithful with what God has given us? Or, or are we being a people are we being a people who are selfish? Are we being a people who are distracted? Are we being the witnesses that God has called us to be? Or are we living a life of religious routine? Are we aware of the harvest fields around us? Or have we been seduced and distracted by the fallen system around us? Listen carefully. Can I just have this? it's a bit more quiet. Heaven is calling for workers. Listen, heaven is calling for workers. He's calling for laborers. Heaven is calling for those who will be sustained by King Jesus and the kingdom He's created for all of us. Will we surrender today? Will we surrender today? Will we surrender our lives and say, Lord, You gave Your life for me. I give my life to you. I surrender. Let's all stand together.